You are listening to Perplexity. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to a unplanned, fun little bonus episode of Perplexity, a mystery podcast. I'm Kadra, and if you're new here, I post new and mysterious tales every single week. So if that sounds of interest to you, be sure to follow along. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and the notification button. Today, I thought it would just be fun to tell you guys about what I've been watching and enjoying this month since it is spooky season. This is unscripted, so we will see how this goes because I usually have my little script. But I wanted to start off by making some recommendations from one of my favorite directors, the incredibly talented Mike Flanagan. Also, these are all just my opinions. These are things that I've enjoyed watching. So to each their own. Uh, If you don't agree, that's absolutely fine. But these are things that I've been enjoying watching this month and things that I've seen in Halloween's past that I would highly recommend if you're looking for something spooky to watch. So Mike Flanagan is an awesome director. Stephen King, Quentin Tarantino have given nods to him. And he has come out with some incredible films and limited TV series. Uh, Midnight Mass is a really awesome one to watch in October, along with The Haunting of Hill House. I know a lot of people like Bly Manor too, which I did enjoy Bly Manor, but I think Hill House, in my opinion, is much, much better. Also, The Midnight Club would be a great one to watch by him as well. If you go on Netflix, there is a specific genre for fans of Mike Flanagan. I can't remember what it's called right now, but you should be able to find all of his films by just searching Mike Flanagan on Netflix. Midnight Mass, let's start with that one. Midnight Mass, if I had to break it down, is basically this like creepy small town vibe. It has this this creepy build and just a really insane plot where basically this mysterious pastor comes to town after their other pastor uh, vanishes. Could be a priest, actually. I think it's a priest. It's been a while since I've watched this one, but they're a priest in this one tiny church in all of the island. He vanishes, and it's an incredibly small and very religious town. So pretty much everyone who lives there goes to church, And so when their priest vanishes, it's a really big deal. And then it's even stranger when this weird random priest shows up and claims that their priest is fine, he's just taking a leave and he's gonna take over for the time being. So really weird shit starts happening when this priest comes. And I don't wanna give too much away, but I'll just tell you this show is very intense very good and it's easily one that you could binge watch in a weekend. I would give this one an A+. Along the Mike Flanagan track you also have the classic Haunting of Hill House and Hill House is what introduced me to Mike Flanagan and oh my god I seriously cannot recommend this show enough. 
if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? It is such a good classic thing to watch in October. I've watched it multiple times. I'll probably watch it again this year. The thing that I also really love about Mike Flanagan is he commonly uses the same actors and actresses in his films. So it's kind of like that American Horror Story vibe where you have a different story each time you watch something of his, but it's already the same cast that you know and love. Also, random aside, if you've seen the movie Hush, that was also made by Mike Flanagan. Fantastic movie. Again, without giving too much away, Hill House is basically about this family that has clearly a lot of unresolved trauma, and it all surrounds this insane haunted house that they grew up in. And because of this house, the family has kind of been shattered, you know, their family unit. So they're all living in different parts of the US. They don't really talk to each other. And you can very clearly see that they are all handling the trauma from this house in very different ways. But wouldn't you know that when one of them decides to venture back into Hill House, it would bring the whole family back together. This series is so beautifully written. Also, just the cinematography in it is incredible. There is a scene that gives me chills just thinking about it every single time. And it's basically this big build in the show where it's finally putting all these pieces together as to like what the hell was going on in this haunted house. And it's shot in this way where everything is sequenced together. So let me explain. The show goes back and forth between people in like the family in the present day and the family in the past when they were living in the house. So the way that the scene is shot, it's showing the big peak of when the young family was in the house and they're experiencing one of the most terrifying nights. And they're also at the same time showing the family as adults kind of putting all these pieces together that like the haunting for them isn't over. And the camera is panning seamlessly from one timeline to the next. So it's so freaking cool to watch. It's like you have the, the little young family from the past here and then the camera like seamlessly swoops over into the next scene and it's them grown up and it's just going in circles and it's like this never ending time loop the way that it's edited i guess it looks like it's just one long continuous uncut scene and it's just so cool it's also of course horror so it's very creepy and it's like the classic haunted house paranormal vibe that you want. I watched The Midnight Club last year and I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix. The Midnight Club is also by Mike Flanagan and it is really fun to watch. It definitely has some similar vibes to Hill House and Bly Manor, but it involves a bunch of young children with terminal cancer diagnoses and they are all going to live together in this house. And this series is based on a novel that was written in 1994 by an author named Christopher Pike. The series stars an actress named Iman Benson, and she does an incredible job. When she enters the house, she is a very 
curious person and she's starting to realize there's a lot of weird things going on at the house and she wants answers. It's about her dealing with her terminal diagnosis and seeing how it's affected, like how this same diagnosis has affected her new friends that have been living in this house much longer than her. She's also losing people that she becomes close with in the house because Again, they have terminal cancer diagnoses, they're on hospice. So you get that vibe, but then it's also mixed with mystery and horror. So now that I'm off of my Mike Flanagan soapbox, I would also like to recommend the new season of American Horror Story. This is obviously ongoing, and usually when they do seasons, they're gonna go well into November, so there's still a lot more to see. And at the time that I'm filming this, I've only watched a couple of episodes. But with that being said, I am really enjoying it. This is the 12th season of American Horror Story, so if you've never watched it, feel free to start from the beginning. But this new season is called Delicate, and it stars Kim Kardashian, of all people, and Emma Roberts. Now, full disclosure, I do like my guilty pleasure, which is the Kardashians. I do like Kim Kardashian. I don't think that she is perfect in any way. I definitely have seen things that the Kardashians have done that are problematic. But with that being said, I do think that she is talented. I do think that she is a businesswoman. And I do think that she can act, believe it or not. Don't take my word for it. Just go watch the show or watch SNL. And I was really sad a couple seasons ago when Emma Roberts stopped coming on to American Horror Story, so I was so excited when she came back this season. It's a really interesting season so far because I feel like some of the other American Horror Stories have so many plots going on at once that it gets chaotic and confusing, whereas so far this season is very linear in plot, but it's also interesting. The plot is basically that Emma Roberts' character is this successful actress. She's about to like be on this big peak in her career. She just starred in this huge, I think it's a film. And Kim Kardashian's character plays her agent, who's like this boss ass bitch. And she's also her best friend. Emma Roberts' character is either married or dating somebody that she's serious with but they decide that they want to expand their family. Her character starts going to this fertility clinic and she is trying to have children, but she's having a lot of complications. And there's this push and pull between her personal life starting to fall apart in the series and her trying to make it in her big time career in film. And then there's also this question, and I, I love when films do this, there's this question of whether or not the creepy, weird shit that Emma Roberts' character is experiencing is a sign that she is going insane, or if it is truly just someone messing with her. They tease you as the viewer, and you really don't know if it's one or the other, or if it's both. So far, I'm really enjoying this series. And like I said, if you haven't watched American Horror Story before, feel free to start from the beginning. Or if you wanna watch my personal favorite season, go check out season three, Coven. Really good watch. While there are many more things that I could recommend that you watch this month, I will end with one final recommendation, and that is the 2017 film, The Ritual. The Ritual is a British horror film, and it was directed by David Bruckner. 
It's been a few years since I've watched this movie, but I think I'm gonna watch it again this year. This is probably my favorite horror movie of all time. It's right up there for me with The Conjuring. I just think that Bruckner did such a great job in building the suspense in this movie. This is one of those movies where the monster is mysterious. It's basically following this group of bachelors that for whatever reason, take a bachelor trip through these creepy haunted ass woods. And of course, really weird and crazy things start happening to them while they're making this venture. The trees shake violently. You hear these loud, terrifying noises. Dead animals are being found everywhere. And all along, you don't know what this monster looks like. So that's a big theme throughout the plot. There's just this constant feeling of tension. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time I was watching. And not only is it intense, but in my opinion, it's also genuinely scary. And I don't scare easily. I've seen a lot of scary movies. I personally don't like scary movies that have tons of gore and no plot, and I think this is the total opposite. There's a little bit of gore and a lot of plot. The acting is excellent. I feel like that's a big issue in a lot of horror movies. It's like things just kind of don't go anywhere, but this film is great in all points. And I'm not gonna give it away if you see this crazy creepy monster or not i'm just gonna tell you you need to watch it to find out and be prepared to scream so those are just some of my recommendations for what to watch this month maybe you've already watched them all if you have congratulations you have great taste if you haven't watched some of these i would encourage you to check them out and if you have some recommendations for me you've heard my taste now so let me know what you think i should watch Thanks for tuning in, and if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to tune in next week. I release new episodes every week, and you don't want to miss them. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for my full normal-length episode. You'll hear another mysterious tale, and I hope you all have a great week, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye!